on a thousand planets and spreading out. Open the pod bay doors, Hal. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. To the bat poles. May the force be with you. Who is that mask man? Avengers, assemble. Good afternoon and welcome to the Fantastic Forum. I'm your host, Ulysses E. Campbell. As always, we'll start the show with some genre-related news. Star Trek Discovery has been renewed for Season 4 on CBS All Access. Production is expected to begin next month amidst strict COVID-19 protocols. The announcement was made via a video that features stars Sonequa Martin-Green, Doug Jones, and producers Alex Kurtzman and Michelle Paradise. A new trailer dropped this week for His Dark Materials. You can check it out on the Fantastic Forum Facebook page at facebook.com backslash Fantastic Forum. The series, adapted from the best-selling books by Philip Pullman, debuts on HBO November 16th. The show will also be available for streaming via HBO Max. Apple TV Plus announced this week that it had made a deal with Lee Mendelson Film Productions and Peanuts Worldwide to stream the Peanuts holiday specials. This exclusive arrangement means that such holiday staples as A Charlie Brown Christmas and It's the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown will not air on broadcast television for the first time in decades. October 21st was Wonder Woman Day. The annual celebration of the Amazonian princess observes the character's first appearance in All-Star Comics number no. 8, on that date in 1941. And we're saddened to learn of the passing of Richard A. Lupoff. The American science fiction and mystery author was a Hugo Award winner. He also edited various science fiction anthologies and wrote nonfiction, satire, and reviews. He was 85. So let's get on with the show. I'm joined by Roberto Ortiz, Julian Lytle, and Mike Lunsford today. Thank you so much, you guys, for making time for yet another episode of Fantastic Forum. All right, so look, um, one of the things that I had to come to grips with this week, very difficult kind of thing for me to admit, uh, both to my panelist friends and to the audience, but I've been having a very difficult time with this. You know, this pandemic has stretched into months and months, and we've got the specter of a national election coming up, and uh, there, there are troubled times on the horizon. And so what I typically do during times like this, uh, I get serious, <laughs> and that has not helped me. And so we've had some uh, very, well, some fairly serious topics of discussion on this show, relatively speaking, but I realized you know, this show is not exclusively about stuff like creators' rights and people getting laid off. And sometimes it's about 
stuff that's frivolous and stuff that's just fun. So I thought we'd do a show like that. And what better way to engage in stuff like that than to talk about the power levels of superheroes, specifically who's stronger than whom, who could beat whom. I mean, uh, there, there's just hours and hours of fun and enjoyment <laughs> in discussions like that. So I thought that's what we would do. Now, I think that we ought to sort of slide into this thing because of course, I'm, uh, you know, where, where, I auto, where I automatically want to go is to the big boys. But I'm thinking, you know, let's start out slow here. So I'm curious uh, about, and actually I don't know that this is particularly starting out slow. And part of the reason I'm thinking about this is a conversation that I was having with my son uh, yesterday. Because, uh, you know, there are a lot of, there are a lot of great fighters uh, in in comics, you know, whether you're talking about Marvel or DC or one of the independents. And um, I, I was, I, we were talking about Deathstroke the Terminator, Slade Wilson, okay? And it's funny because, of course, because he was introduced to the character on that uh, Teen Titans cartoon, so he always calls him Slade. <laughs> and I'm like, the Terminator! Because that's what they called him in the new Teen Titans, even though his name is Deathstroke. And I had to explain to him, I said, well, he was the Terminator up until those movies got popular. And then they kind of started calling him Deathstroke. I suspect what happened on the Teen Titans cartoon is they didn't think that kids could say Terminator, and maybe Deathstroke was kind of, we don't know about Deathstroke. But Slade, that sounded kind of cool. It sounded kind of tough. Kind of cool? Uh, basically to make Deadpool for crying out loud please. Slade is the best name out of all of his names <laughs> Slade yeah you've, you've never met a lame person named Slade ever like yeah Slade. but that's the cool thing about him as a compelling character that it, you can he has you know him by his uh, secret, so-called secret identity. You know by his uh, uh, code name. You know him multiple ways. I mean, it's it's such a cool, compelling character that it's this. And I love the fact that each generation calls him a different thing, and that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, here, here's where I was going with this, though, because this guy is hell on with. I mean, he's fought the entire Justice League of America, basically. Right. All right. So, um, he wasn't fighting against this Justice League, he's fighting like Hawkman and like Green Arrow, Black Canary, like Batman wasn't there, Wonder Woman wasn't there, yeah, like (laughs) Wally was there, but he knows Wally a lot, so he could just take him out. (laughs) There were, there were still like eight or nine of them. (laughs) I mean, I hear what you're saying, and it's not like Superman and Batman were there, but I mean, come on, Hawkman. He cut the wings off Hawkman. You know? <laughs> I mean, this was like, damn. Hawkman ain't no slouch. Black Canary. I mean, the, it's still the Justice League of America. But, so, uh, wait you know, a minute. But the thing yeah. is, if Stepstroke is kind of like Captain America with no morals, uh, if they well, fall- but is he? But is he? I mean, I suspect, and, and uh, this is where I was going with this. I'm not trying to cut you off, but it's all about 
who fights who. So, uh, all right, Deathstroke and Batman. Now, I'm telling you, that's Deathstroke all the way. But I'm curious what you guys think. Deathstroke versus Batman. Batman. Oh, you think Batman? No. Well, okay. I, that, I was asking for opinions. Um, uh, Julian? It, it's Batman because, like, Dick Grayson beats Slade. Bingo. Where did you ever see Dick Grayson beat the Terminator? Yo, like, they fought since New T Titans, and he is a winning now. Well, okay, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> See, the problem that I have with this is I'm I'm I, I normally don't do the well, like who's gonna win because all these all these characters have plot armor. So, like, who's gonna <laughs> win in the fight, Slade Wilson or Batman? Batman. The thing is that Batman is the kind of sick bastard that probably has detailed profiles on. Everybody, and it's like, how can I beat this guy? Oh, this is the profile I'm supposed to. How's the fight I'm supposed to do with this guy? Batman yeah. basically usually <laughs> uh, has a problem with he doesn't know the person. It's a brand new villain. It's like, okay, brand new variables here. Who are you? Usually, yeah. though, like that only works. Like some of that defensive people use only works when he's fighting against like his homies and his colleagues. Like yeah. none of that stuff works against like villains. It's like, bro. You can't cheat me. I'm cheating. It's like when you watch uh, when Macho Man is bad fighting Ric Flair. Like, bro, I'm gonna bust out the brass knuckles. You can't hit me with the with the chair. I'm gonna I'm gonna punch you in the balls before you get the chair. So, the the problem is that Slade. He his powers is dope because he's using more of his brain. And yes. I think right now it's technically like they're tied, but like. Batman's only going to go so low. Like, he's crafty, but he ain't like, like, yo, I'll blow up this building full of people. Like, Slade will be like, yo, I will kill everybody in a building just to win. Yeah. So, and the, like, he's, like, the, the fact that he's, like, altered as well. Cause he's, I mean, like, using the, uh, the Arrowverse, the, the Mirakuru that he had that basically made him, like, more or less invincible to, to a certain level. Like, yeah, he's, like, Batman's not beating that. I mean, like, Batman is the peak of human fitness when it comes to um, his overall condition, but then also, like, he's a, a master of, like, how many different martial arts and things like that. I mean, master of strategy. I think that Deathstroke is on the same page as far as those skills are concerned, but because he is altered in that sense that he's got heightened strength, he's got uh, regenerative cap uh, capabilities, that's going to give him the... Uh, the overall edge, uh, as far as like what you what you see on paper, but as they always say in like boxing matches, you know, you don't fight these matches on paper. So, mm, but the yep. thing is that Batman is the kind of person that basically it's he likes to fight the fight in his head before he fights the fight, and he probably has he, he ain't the Midnighter now. <laughs> he ain't the Midnighter. Somebody <laughs> fights close the fight to the in his head. Yeah, but he probably basically he. What's different between him and Deathstroke is that Deathstroke is the kind of person that basically he's a master strategist, Batman is too. But you also have the feeling that Batman lives and dies by the concept of contingencies. That he has a contingency plan specifically for him and how to fight him. And the difference between him and Deathstroke, Deathstroke is a strategic thinker, but I feel he's a little bit more impulsive than Batman. I just thought about this too. Um, the thing that is working against Deathstroke in this, he has one eye. So, 
True. He doesn't, doesn't, ha- he doesn't have depth perception. So, like, I mean, he's <laughs> learned to compensate for this. But still, you know, Bat- Bat- Batman might use that to his advantage. Yeah, he would. <laughs> My thing is this. In the win-loss record, Deathstroke lost the kids. Batman <laughs> don't lose the kids, bro. <laughs> like, like you spent all that time facing my son and his friends and you lost nah fam see I, I never saw him lose to the Teen Titans and as a matter of fact I don't know if you all are familiar uh, with uh, this particular comic series uh, I was desperately trying to grab it but I'm afraid it's out of my reach uh, from where I'm recording but uh, Terminator and, and and Batman have fought, and Terminator wiped up the place with him. You know, I mean, Batman after he got beat, he he got up again and he wanted some more, and Terminator put him down again. But I was thinking, Batman, you should have gone to the belt. You know, I mean, it was just like in in that Teen Titans cartoon because I remember when. Um, uh, Slade and Robin were fighting, and I was laughing. And I told my son, I said, I don't know that Batman could beat this guy. You know, I mean, I appreciate what y'all are saying, but I just don't see. I mean, and I got the comic book evidence because it's like in that. I mean, it was Deathstroke's book. It's, I'll grant it's you. It's that Christopher but, Priest uh, run, the most recent one. Like they have like a little. They put out as a separate little trade, like the Deathstroke versus Batman. Like I know what you're talking about. That's why I say they tied because like in the. And like somewhere else, they like, they like Batman gets the W. So it's like, when you really get to the thick of it, they they kind of in current standings in fighting one to one. But yeah, he put that work on him because he, you know, Deathstroke is older. He got a bonus to his abilities, and he yeah. got the, he can use ninety percent of his brain. Sure. So he he's able to get over things. But again, like. You know, the billion dollar man got some ways to, you know, get over. Well, if he goes to the belt, I mean, that's really all he's got to do. I mean, Batman, if he's prepared, you know, he should be able to beat anybody. Okay, all right. So, in inconclusive here with this, I mean, but I, it was interesting. Somebody said something, I think it might have been Roberto, about Deathstroke versus Captain America. And I'm, I'm curious what we think about that one because, I mean, I'm Deathstroke is heightened. Captain America's heightened too, but I keep thinking, all right, Cap was a 98-pound weakling when they gave him the stuff. Deathstroke was already like a man and like tough when they gave him exactly, you know? So I, I, and, and I think the super soldier serum, I don't know if it was as good as what they gave Deathstroke. I mean, because he's, like you said, that 90% of your brain and in anything that enhances your strength and your reflexes, and, you know, all of that, I mean, down to the amount of your brain that you use. I mean, it's just, I mean, wow. Yeah, but Captain America doesn't get tired. Like, that's part of his abilities. He has, like, he never gets tired. He can do this all like, day. Like, yeah, like, when they put that in the movie, I was like, yo, like, that's the way to let the audience know, like, yo, one of his abilities is like, yo, he's not going to tire. Like, he's just yeah. going to get back up and just keep fighting. In the end, like, do, do like, stamina. Like bat, like I mean, Cap is taking out mad people. Like if we the fisticuffs, nah. Like you just not even if you got some over him, yo. If he can get back up, he getting back up, and he knows like a ton of martial arts because he say practicing. He works out. He runs in the morning. He probably drinks a good smoothie. 
Probably <laughs> <laughs> got kale and pomegranate. Oh, he got stuff. all of this stuff in his smoothie. You know, <laughs> basically, you're saying that uh, that stroke would be kind of like an adrenaline rush. That basically, he has no, a I'm rush. not saying an adrenaline rush. It's just like his power set don't say he can literally like, yo, three days later he's still fighting. That's not his power set. That's a cap's power set, literally. And he got eight hand strength and like reflexes and speed and. But he can literally, like, the way his metabolism works, he can just keep going. It's cheating. It's cheating. <laughs> like, like, only certain people keep up with him. Like, Wolverine or something. Like, Wolverine really doesn't get tired once he's berserker raging. Like, they, they were kind of fighting his done since World War II, basically. He's used to fighting hordes and hordes of soldiers. So it makes sense that he could outlast, basically, best of fight. It makes sense. You know, I'm wondering, you know, I mean, because part of the problem with this, uh, oh, you're listening to Fantastic Forum on WERA 96.7 FM. We are Arlington. I'm Ulysses E. Campbell. I'm joined today by Julian Lytle and Mike Lunsford and Roberto Ortiz. And we're just goofing, having some fun as some uh, cool fanboys here talking about who would beat whom. And uh, always basically inconclusive because, hey, obviously it comes down to who's writing it. Because I'll tell you what, one of the worst cases for who could beat whom came for me in that JLA Avengers um, yeah. miniseries. Yeah, because, oh, I yeah, well, I, I, I mean, I love the series, but they had Thor and Superman. And now I'm sorry, one of Superman's weaknesses is magic. And yeah. Thor had the hammer. And using the hammer, they still had Superman beat Thor. And I'm like, nope, 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 but nope. Wait, but wait, but wait. See, at the time that came out, Superman already went to heaven and wrestled the an angel. <laughs> so, and as Guardian <laughs> is on a lower plane than an actual Abramatic angel. The hammer is enchanted. <laughs> it's magic. God, you Which see, it's magic. We're talking here. Pre-crisis or post-crisis? It was no, nah, it was Electric Superman, JLA, first uh, eighteen issues or so. Okay, that's how you get Zarya. Like, like I understand, but like also, it's Marvel magic, not DC magic. Wrong pantheons. Their yeah. Asgardians don't have the same effect on Superman. Is it really magic or is it holy power? Because like I feel like they're different things. Like I feel like. A guy who can make something disappear, you know, like, oh look, let me pull this rabbit out of a hat. That's not the same as like the power of the god of thunder. Like I those aren't Thor ain't even a god. He's a special alien. Special alien. <laughs> the hammer is magic. <laughs> it's enchanted. <laughs> One of Superman's weaknesses. I mean, look, he ain't got that many of them. Kryptonite magic. That's basically what he got. The hammer is enchanted. I mean, now, Julie and I thought that whole, yeah, Marvel magic versus DC magic. Okay, maybe you make a case for that. They was like, yo, like, the Scarlet Witch can't do nothing when she's in our, in our universe. <laughs> she was useless. Well, I wish Kurt Busiek had said something more like that. You know, I mean, I got some double talk from him when I asked him about this. It was like, oh, dude, you know. But I, I digress. I'm trying to see if there's one we can agree on. Okay, what about... Captain America versus Daredevil. 
Who would win in that? Come on. Okay. Captain America. America. Come on. Oh, well, no, I, I wanted to see. I mean, maybe Captain's there's some outlier there. Ass. Well, like, you know, he's... Daredevil's got that radar sense. So, oh, he's uh, a ninja, though. He's a blind ninja. That is. I feel like Cap has beaten ninjas, though. I'm just saying. But like... Blind ninjas, though. Blind ninjas. Give <laughs> yeah, me a level of ninja. Like, come on. That would be such a. He will wipe the floor with him. Come on. Oh, right. I'm going to say wipe the floor. It would be a fight now. I mean, Daredevil. Yeah. <laughs> like, Daredevil would be like, nope, 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 nope. Wait, you acting like Daredevil don't fight like a hundred hand ninjas. That's he solo, <laughs> and he did take on he took on Wilson Fisk too, and and beat Wilson down, like, and then well, said, "Hey, well, when you get to prison, make sure you tell him a blind guy beat you." You know, like, I mean, he's he can hold wait, his own. Wait, 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 we're not talking about some TV show. We're talking about the comic books. <laughs> For me, I'm I mean, just Daredevil going can't even he can't approach Wilson Fisk. In fact, that was one of the things that I loved about Frank Miller's run. The first time Daredevil ran into the Kingpin, I mean, he did all that acrobatic stuff. He was flipping around, hitting him with the billy club. And finally, the Kingpin just said, what? And hit him in the face one time. And Daredevil was knocked out. And the Kingpin <laughs> stood over him and said, hmm, Daredevil. Oh, yes. I've seen your name in uh, some of the minor reports my secretary has written. You've interfered with some of my tertiary operations. Uh, you know, I mean, it's and you know, ultimately, Daredevil earned the Kingpin's respect because he interfered with his plans, his primary plans. I mean, hand to hand, you got to be Spider-Man before you can fight the Kingpin hand to hand. And that's one of the things that I've been very disappointed with, with the movie with Ben Affleck and the TV series that was on Netflix because now at first they were getting it right because the Kingpin was like wiping up the place with Daredevil. But when they came back in that last issue and it's like, Oh, and they, you know, because Daredevil cannot, he can't even fight the Kingpin. The Kingpin is like a freak of nature. Like I said, you gotta be, Sp the Kingpin fights Spider-Man. Yeah. But so, a lot of regular dudes fight Spider-Man. Yeah, the Kingpin. Spider-Man doesn't know how to fight. He just got powers. <laughs> <laughs> he can lift a truck. <laughs> Yo, a lot of people can do a lot of things with feet, but that don't mean they know how to. They got them hands. I get you. I agree. Since you know, Kingpin is really a Spider-Man villain. Yeah, yeah exactly. Borrows exactly. from time to time. <laughs> Usurped. <laughs> like, oh, but I'm just saying, like. He is a trained, like, blind ninja. Like, yes. he's in the top, top ten, like, martial artists of the, of the Marvel canon. Like, he's, at least on the hero, if you just count heroes, he's, like, he's nice. Like, yeah. when Wolverine was all mind control to taking over by, like, Hydra in the hand, is Daredevil was the one who took him down because he had to use the ninja techniques. Don't. Can't sleep on ninja techniques, but he ain't beat Captain America. Like Captain America, like I didn't fought ninjas, I didn't fought Black Panther, I didn't fought everybody. So eventually, I'm gonna punch you in the face. Okay, okay, I'll give you guys, I will give you one: Captain America versus Wonder Woman. Oh, Wonder Woman, all day, every day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, oh. they, Cap can't mess with Wonder Woman. Mm -hmm. that, I mean, we're talking about somebody who is totally beyond his power set. I mean, oh, yeah. it wouldn't be it wouldn't be over quick like like 
Yo, man, the last person standing against Thanos in the original version was my man Captain America. Like, nah, fam, we about to go another round. I don't care about your glove. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, Cap- Captain America has spirit. Uh, I mean, he's that, that, you know, yes, yes, he can. But, you know, ultimately, they're going to be people. Yeah, I mean, you know, because Wonder Woman can go toe-to-toe with Superman. Yes, actually, the best fight I've seen in DC Comics history for me was when Wonder Woman and Superman fought after she killed Maxwell Lord. Thank you. Maxwell Lord was the guy that I was trying to remember. And yeah. oh my god, that fight has to be one of the nastiest fights I've ever seen in DC Comics history because it was like Superman really was trying to kill her. Wait, and so he was mind control. He wasn't yeah, yeah but Lord had like mind controlled him. I thought he was released from the mind control after she killed Lord. You're you're right. When she broke his neck, Superman came to his senses. Yeah. So you're talking about before she killed Max Lord. That's the cool thing about that fight. It's like they Wonder Woman, there's two characters that should be scary and people don't realize they should be scary. Wonder Woman and Wally West in terms of their power sets. In terms of how incredibly powerful they are. And wait, Wally West. Oh, sorry, Barry powerful speeds. Thank you. Wait, 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 wait. Wally's more powerful than Barry. He's always been more powerful. Whoa, what are you talking Barry about? Barry is he smarter. Can only run at the speed of sound. No, no, wait, wait, wait. They got rid of that in the nineties, man. Like what are you talking about? Yeah, like he, yeah. he can control speed. Like he can look at you and take your speed away. Yeah. It's and the oh, connection. Oh, they got Wally got tougher. Yeah. Yeah, he's he should like he's not as smart. Barry could like, oh, I could make a treadmill. Oh, I know how to like vi- like I know how like if I move my frequency, I can do this because he's a scientist. Well, he learned those things from Uncle Barry, but like on pure power level, Wally was the top. But then they Wally got had- rid of him, and then like Barry ended up getting a bunch of those type of things, and now things is funky because he also now Wally has uh, Doctor Manhattan's abilities or for some reason oh good which is basically captain adams which is technically (laughs) captain adams abilities oh if i remember if i remember correctly though uh wally ended up fighting inertia and it was like one of the sickest fights i've ever seen in my life because he just like he, he didn't just beat inertia he ruined inertia's life like slowed him down so slow that he turned him into a statue and it was just like mm-hmm. you're just gonna stand here and you're gonna stare at the statue of barry allen because he's a hero and you're just a punk and like i remember reading this and i was like what like yeah no i don't you can't talk trash about wally west dude he's like on a whole another level he was the most powerful flesh like he i mean remember give speed yeah he, he took re- he took all of inertia's speed away right and like that's yeah. how he turned yeah, yeah. he could he could he made his costume out of speed force. Like he is the he was the best speed forcer. Like Okay, well the they, they hooked him but, up. So last what? time I heard, he was only running at this because he had gotten sick or something and he no. lost a bunch of speed. Yeah, that was like crisis era. Like that means you like you like skipped everything that Mark Wade did and Jeff just You know, I haven't paid a lot of attention to That's like twenty years. Yeah, hey. It was always Barry Allen who was doing stuff like that. I remember there was a comic book cover back in the 60s. The flag, Barry Allen Flash, he was so fast, he could run around the earth like eight times in one second. He was he was that fast. I mean, he was sick with the speed. Yeah, but they know? didn't have the speed force. Exactly. And that's the best contribution Mark White did to comic books uh, in terms of the Flash. The whole concept that 
speedsters have um, a source of their power and also there's a risk of their power that if they run too fast they'll do something called the final run and they'll become one with the speed force but but hold that thought because that musical cue means that it's time for us to take a short break fantastic forum comes to you via WERA in Arlington Virginia we're community radio and so uh, unlike commercial radio we rely on the continued generosity of our underwriters and our sponsors and listeners like you for the continued operation of the radio station please visit WERA.FM find out how you can support this wonderful institution that is community media so we're going to step aside for a moment while we acknowledge our underwriters and our sponsors we're also going to take a moment or two to promote some of the other fine WERA shows that are coming up but don't touch that dial because we'll be back with more fantastic forum right after this And welcome back to Fantastic Forum on WERA 96.7 FM, Radio Arlington, and streaming via WERA.FM. I'm Ulysses Campbell. I'm joined today by Mike Lunsford and Roberto Ortiz and Julian Lytle. And we're having a little fun. Well, not that we don't have fun every week, but we're having a little fun with geeking out as fanboys because... What we're talking about are power levels, and when we took the break, uh, Roberto had just made an interesting comment about the speed force, and uh, how Mark Wade uh, is the one who sort of justified uh, the speedsters and what they're doing, and and in so doing, actually laid the groundwork for a bunch of stuff. I mean, I, I've been fascinated with. Uh, on the CW show, for example, The Flash, how they've utilized the Speed Force, and the Speed Force actually has been a character, and Barry has been lost in the Speed Force, and stuff like that. But, um, Roberto, what was it you were saying about how speedsters have to be careful, lest, uh, lest what? That they can become one speedster. Yes. I like that there's, he added this element of danger, an allure of speedsters, that speedsters know there's a risk when they're taking when they're using the speedsters. It's like, it it's, makes the whole concept of them using the powers more compelling. Um, and I I like that about the Flash, that there's that, and also the fact that some of the, run, the speedsters look forward to the final run, where they actually voluntarily run to the speed force. Uh, that happened to uh, Impulse uh, Mentor. What's his name, guys? Um, you mean Max Mercury? Yes. Yeah, yeah, he got lost. But he's like the Zen master of the Speed Force. Like, he's the one that taught everyone else like how to really like really use it during those good old 90s issues when they made it a flat family for real. So, so did Max Mercury interact with um, Golden Age Flash? Jay Garrick? He technically was like a flip of an old character that was also a speedster. They're like a western character that they turned into a speedster or something like that. I have to reread like the history of the character, but so yeah, like he like 
he ended up meeting everybody because he was like a fellow like he was like by the time he got there they were both like the old guys mm-hmm. that could run like this is all like the early parts of the Mark Raid run on Flash. All right. Well, uh, let me ask you this. So uh, we've talked a little bit about uh, some of the confrontations in actual comics between some of these characters. Um, how how much weight do we want to give the actual comic book confront? You know, because hey, sometimes there's you know, what fanboys and girls talk about as far as, hey, yeah, wouldn't it be great if Red Hulk fought Green Hulk? But then you might actually pick up a comic and there it is. And so I'm wondering, particularly in light of what we were talking about at the onset with the various times that Batman and Deathstroke have fought, for example, um, how much much credence do we want to give to these fights that we see, particularly in light of the fact that the whole outcome, and even that battle itself could be retconned depending on who's writing it. Julian? Mm, that's a hard one, because it's like, how do you... How, like, should you ignore what you read? Then at that point, like, how do you know what their powers are? Like, since it's all make-believe, it, like, <laughs> the only thing you, we can agree on is, is that, that, like, at least within... X issue, blah 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 happened. Now, even though you can get to the whole idea of retcon or whatever, in the end, it still happened, and that's why you can say, "Well, this version of this character beat X." You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. that's well, but it's yeah, like hard to ignore unless like you only know these things from even TV or basically video games. Cause then it doesn't matter. Cause then that comes into its own, like True. what's, what's the balance of the characters and <laughs> what's the skill level, yeah. what tier that character is in terms of the gameplay. So mm-hmm. but like, well, that's all we got is the stories. Yeah. Like but, attention. but yeah, but fans are always looking for something definitive, you know? I mean, it's like, okay, like, uh, like Superman and, and uh, I'm going to call him Shazam, Captain Marvel. So his powers are magic-based, and that's all in the DC universe. And depending on what you're reading, that was one of the things that kind of pissed me off about, um, uh, oh, what was that damn Mark Wade thing? Um, uh, Kingdom Come. Kingdom Come. Because, uh, you know, here, I mean, it was kind of cool because at the, uh, the climax of that story, Superman and Shazam are fighting, and it's the fact that Shazam's powers are magic based that's just wreaking havoc with Superman. Of course. No? I mean, well, but you say of course, but there have been other times. I mean, and you were the one who mentioned uh, Justice League Unlimited. And I'll remind you, Superman and Shazam fought in Justice League Unlimited. That was actually a really cool fight. He's like, I'm beating up a kid. What the heck? And I don't know. I mean, he wasn't exactly beating him up. I mean, they were they were really trading him there. You know that that that's one of those. Oh, who would win? You know, Captain Marvel and Shiz- and Superman. I mean, that's the thing is that the guy who will kill Superman easy in a fight. And the only comic, the only place where they got that right was in Justice League Unlimited. It would be Captain Apton against Superman because he could make uh, the same radiation of the Red Sun. And he could beat to death Superman easy. <laughs> well, yeah, you take his powers away. I mean, you know, what we've been talking about, though, is... I mean, even though that's part of Captain Adam's 
Yeah, until he rips open Captain Adam, but he wouldn't do that because that would cause a nuclear explosion and fallout. That's true. (laughs) But he tears that suit open, and all of a sudden, Captain Adam's like, oh my god, my suit! Remember, Superman holds back most of the time. Yeah, and I think that's an important distinction with this, too, is like... With these fights, when you're like, who's going to win, this character or this character, like, there's so many variables and intangibles that have to be factored in. So, like, with Superman, you have to state, like, okay, well, is he regular Superman or is he, like, um, hypnotized by some weird alien thing that's attached to his chest? Or is he um, Injustice Superman? Or, like, Mm -hmm. there's so many different things you need to know because, like, if it's Superman with no moral compass... Then that would be the uh, y'all are boned. No one's beating. Yeah, Tomblander. Yeah, like <laughs> no one's beating Superman. Like if he's untethered, basically. If if he doesn't have that like moral grounding, you know, the truth, justice, and the American way, he's he's mopping the floor with everybody. Like he's he's a god raining down fire, as Batman has said uh, when talking about uh, fights with him. Yeah, I think I think sometimes they, I think there's there's a certain uh, lack of understanding of the Captain Marvel power Shazam power set. Yeah. Um because it's more than just the magic, it's like the wisdom part. Like the yeah, wisdom, wisdom part is a key cuz yeah. yeah, wisdom of Solomon for Black Adam, uh the wisdom of uh set, I think maybe or something. It's it's some it's somebody like that. But like like he they're wiser than like Superman is. So like by the way, it, work, it rock- works in like Kingdom Come. Yeah, is because Superman is older. And he's he's able to absorb so much sun at that point that like, yeah, you doing some work, but like I could take this and like, like yo chill, and you know it works itself out. But like, if people really really thought out Black Adam, Black Adam gives Superman the business. Yeah, because it's like yo. I'm super old. I'm Old Testament ideology. <laughs> like, I'm just going to break your arm because I'm strong enough to break your arm. And not many people can. And then you get to my my guy, Darkseid. It's know like, what? you can't defeat him. The, you, you just can't what? win. You know, Julian, you know what agrees with you? Um, the Rock, because I believe that one of the characters that Black Adam is going to fight in the movie is going to be Superman. And I'm pretty sure... I don't know about that. Uh, Yes, yes. And and I'm going to tell you why, in terms of Hollywood. Do you know who is the manager of uh, Henry Cavill? The Rock. Yeah, but I don't don't know if they're keeping that Superman. I assure you, Superman is going to get his ass handed to him. By Black Adam. Okay, now. Yeah, see, here's the thing. (laughs) All of this is being recorded, and I guarantee you, if Superman is not in that movie, you will hear about this again, (laughs) Roberto. (laughs) You got me all hyped for Superman to be in this movie, and he's not even in the movie. What are you talking about? (laughs) I know, I know, Hawkman's going to be in the movie. That's that's who I know is going to be in the movie. Yeah, you know. In fact, this cast is ISIS. So, uh, yeah, by the way, do you think they're going to call her Isis, or do you think they're going to change the name? No, they're going to be Isis, because that character is also in Legends, but she's called Zari. So, nah, they're just going ahead and use that that trademark, and she's going to be Isis. Okay. What I think they could end up, end up doing is um, bringing in the horseman, the horseman of Apocalypse for 52. Sweet. 
That would be cool. Because, because mm-hmm. like, okay, like he's a clearly they're gonna use some of that Jeff Johns part where like Black Adam joins kind of with the JSA to free his country, and then they they could bring about they could bring in the force because like if you start they've all they've been playing with it enough that they can do more apocalyptic connections to build up my my guy. I like the idea a lot that they to balance the the Captain Marvel's family with the Black Adam family, specifically in terms of the cinematic universe. That will work. Yeah, mm. I'm still iffy on that whole like new version of the Oh yeah, the Marvel Captain family. Marvel fan. Yeah. I, I don't like they can't say their name and, and Mary Marvel isn't Mary Marvel anymore and it's like I don't they're not at least for characters, they're not brother and sister anymore. Not for real, like twins, and she doesn't have her own power set from her own gods, her goddesses. Yeah, I got, I got issues with that. Like, <laughs> it doesn't right. make it simpler. It actually makes it a lot more difficult. But yeah, yeah. Well, you know, and that's what happens when you're trying to uh, simple, supposedly simplify all this stuff for a uh, a new movie audience. <laughs> You're listening to Fantastic Forum on WERA 96.7 FM and streaming online via WERA.FM. We are your community radio station. I'm Ulysses E. Campbell. I'm joined today by Roberto Ortiz, Julian Lytle, and Mike Lunsford. In the fight of Justice League that you brought before, and you mentioned the satellite era and the 90s version. Who gets Batman and who gets Adventure Man Hunter in that fight? Nah, they both got both. I know. That's a problem. They cannot have nah, no, but nah, they can have both. Yeah, in different eras. Just, yeah, I mean it's just it's it's the same character, but from different eras. So they Pre-crisis can crisis versus post crisis. Okay. Post crisis, pre flashpoint, who's right first. Who will win that fight? Right? Like I said, who Who's writing it? <laughs> I personally think it's the big seven because then you can make it interesting because that means you have to you can make it um it's electric Superman and it's got it's Kyle Green Lantern so it's, it's Wally Flash so it's a little bit different it's hook it's hook Aquaman versus like regular orange shirt Aquaman I think at this time Wonder Woman was almost like the goddess of truth so you know you got some interesting things can happen but like satellite era. They got they got Firestorm, they got Hawkman, they got Green Arrow, they got they got Ray Palmer out there. You know they got some some role players. Firestorm was really powerful. Yes, he was back in back in the seventies. And sorry, when he, they started the character, yes, he was very powerful. He was just young. I remember, and it's funny because I was talking to some DC people at the time, and uh, we were actually me and my friends were asking him, "Oh, is Firestorm going to join the Teen Titans?" And they were like, "Actually, Firestorm's going to join the Justice League." And we were like, "What? <laughs> what? Right. You know?" But you know, because we're just purely looking at his age. I wait, wait, wait. But I'm curious uh, for each of you guys. And this, I had started to mention this before we took the break, actually, I think. Um, so are there any characters from comics or anime or TV or, I mean, you know, who you have just sort of in your private moments mused, wow, that'd be a really good fight, this oh, character yeah. and that character. Oh, okay. Well, Roberto, you got some. Who? Easy. Homelander versus Superman. Huh. I would kill to see that fight. 
Mm-hmm. Especially if Superman realizes what Homelander has been doing, and he realizes this guy makes Ultraman look like a good guy. Good guy. <laughs> I feel like Superman's taking him out, and because they're, ultimately their powers are, are very similar, but Superman has something that Homelander doesn't, and that's control. Yeah. Like, S- Superman won't get baited into losing his cool, and, like, that's ultimately Home- Homelander's downfall. Well, that, you know, his, like, horrible racism and other things like that, but, yeah. Isn't Homelander still just, like, a dude, though? Like, a human no. being that's giving giving superpowers? It's... Like, he's not an alien. I don't think though. he's... No, he's not an yeah. alien, yeah. So and I don't think yeah, he looks exactly He's yeah, invulnerable. I mean, you know. Well, he isn't. Yeah. Invul- I mean, they show that he's bulletproof. They show that he's mostly invulnerable. But like that was the same thing. See, I can't say anymore because I might spoil season two of the boys if I say anything further. Um, I don't know who's seen it and who hasn't. But like, there's a character that we're led to believe is pretty invulnerable in that one, and then something happens and <laughs> no longer invulnerable. So it's kind of like, well, are you talking about know. Stormfront? I am. Yes. Just try not to spoil uh, it. Though, yeah. <laughs> okay. No. No. Well. well you know. Wait, look. Look. We didn't get into any specifics, <laughs> so it's like. But yes. But, I appreciate but, what you're saying. Yeah. But like, um, yeah. The 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 largest, I guess, debate, if you want to bring like the anime thing, is like, who will win in a fight, Superman or Son Goku? Oh. And in the end, in the end. Superman's not a bad person, so he wouldn't see the reason to fight. But Goku going to spar, so the easy way to get out of it is like go get something to eat. So that's, that's the end funny. of the fight. That's funny. That's just that's the same thing. That's the same thing that uh that James Rambo said on uh on uh GGR like when we did our podcast. He was like they wouldn't yeah, fight. Like, they yeah Goku would be like hey my wife just made a whole bunch of food. You want to go eat? And they'd be like yeah let's go. Like that would be the end of the fight. Yeah. <laughs> Goku would want to fight him though. Yeah, because he's called Superman. Like, oh, yeah. word! Like, yo, you must be pretty strong. Let's go. But again, like, Superman's not a martial artist, so it's like, yo, I only kind of fight people when like the world's in danger, and then Goku be kind of bored. But it's like, okay, yeah, come over to the house, and he'll just keep trying to get him to train or get him to like, like how many jumping jacks can you do or something? Like, but more <laughs> people's like, oh man, it would be fights. Like, but Superman's not like an angry dude, and Goku really. He's a martial artist. Like, he saves the Earth. But he's probably the only character that's, like, in terms of people thinking up characters that, like, oh, man, I need him to do X. And then, like, they figure out a way to make him do that. It's, like, Goku. So, like, IP-wise, it's, it's, it's Goku. Like, he's literally, like, learning how to have divine chi right now and fighting, like, divine figures. So it's, like, yeah, like... Let me ask you something about that, because my son and I were talking about that fight, specifically Goku and Superman, and uh, because you and I mentioned it when we talked earlier in the week, and so I threw, because he's watched Dragon Ball, or a bunch of these different versions, and what he was telling me was that um, Goku and, and those guys, they gotta push themselves, and they keep, that's how they get better, they keep pushing themselves, and they might lose a fight, but then they come back and, you know, they've learned something from the loss and they push themselves. Mm, and it's so, not really mm. losing from the loss. So remember, like, so Goku is an alien. So mm-hmm. they have it set up that, like, every time a Saiyan gets close to death, when they heal back up, their powers exponentially, their strength exponentially increases. Mm. That's no different than the fact that Superman's from Krypton 
and in a planet with a blue atmosphere and a yellow sun, he gets more powerful by absorbing more and more of the yellow sunlight. Acceleration, yeah. So the thing of it is, in terms of a fighter, Goku is giving Superman all the work because he's a trained martial artist. So if they didn't have any powers, Goku was already fighting without knowing how to fly and do all the crazy superpower stuff. Like, he was already winning world tournaments and beating people up. So, but again, once you start adding on, like, heat vision, super singing, you know, super speed, all this type of stuff, like, yeah, like, Superman can go. He he got some good Kansas boy, yo, we can fight. You know, he learned some Kryptonian martial arts, you know, from the, <laughs> from the, from the, from the crystals, but... You know, in the end, it's a it's a it's a it's a bland argument because, like, they're not fighting now. If like if yeah. Justice Superman came along or Ultraman, and they talk about I'm gonna take over your world, oh word, Goku would be like, Superman would be like, go right ahead, you can beat up this other me. He'd be like, thank you. Like red, bomb. like red sun Superman. Yeah, that would be a good fight. Yeah. What what one thing to mention about Superman is that going back to Captain America, Superman. It's like a battery, basically, in terms of absorbing the yellow sun. But like a battery, he can get discharged. So he doesn't have the same level of endurance of a fighter who basically can fight for a long time. And I'm surprised more writers are not used that. Wait, wait, but he doesn't burn energy like that. Like, if he gets drained of his solar, like, he can... he It's like an iPhone on quick charge. Like, he gets to 80% yeah, in, like, exactly. two minutes. So... Like, All you gotta the, do is put him in the sun. And longer and the longer he absorbs, the harder it is to take away the powers. And and it also again it goes on to who's writing it. Mm-hmm. But like if you go with the Morrison ideology, yo, there's a point where he goes into the sun and then like comes out golden and he's Superman it, Prime it, it, and all that type of stuff. And then there's still like some people who might like Kingdom Come when when Alex Ross added the extra pages when he was doing his like um when he was working with Jeff Johnson with JSA, how, like, Superman is still there when the Legion comes about. As an old man, he's just hiding in the crowd. Mm. But he's still around. Like, he's still Superman. It's like, yo, they, the kids has got it. He's straight. Like, everybody. Look, there I'm at as a kid, flying around with, <laughs> flying around with like, or, or his son or whatever you want to go by, whoever the Superboy is at the time. But Superman, I think it depends. Maybe a newer Superman, he could drain his powers quick, but like classic post-crisis Superman or even pre-crisis, you know, you know he yeah, you'd have to like, put him in like a red sun environment or something, you know. I mean, because he, you know, he doesn't just, you know, and, and again, if he's on Earth in the presence of the yellow sun, even if it's you know after sundown, I mean, this the radiation is still floating around. I mean, he's. You know, he does never lose his powers. Actually, you know who actually found a loophole on that? Uh, they did a comic book a while back called uh, Superman vs. Alien. I think Dan Jurgens wrote it. And they, what they did is that they went to a section of space that was uh, almost completely void of stars. It was super dark. And Superman was kept fighting and fighting and fighting, but the problem is that he was not getting energy. And he was losing and losing and losing more of his powers. And I always found that that would be a good a good way to basically get to Superman. If you can incapacitate him for an X amount of time and you can actually remove the access to the sun for a couple of days, if possible. I know this is a... You could do the same. Actually, what would be more effective is just to put him in a red sun environment. 
That, I mean, we, he's just straight up, oh, damn, a red sun. Oh, I'm screwed, you know. You would need somebody like Captain Atom who can actually can produce that kind of radiation on the spot. Somebody who can produce radiation easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, to and, and, you know, there are so many. I mean, you look at uh, Omni-Man and Majestic and uh, Irredeemable. and I mean, everybody has got the century. I mean, everybody has got their version of Superman. I mean, I, I, it's like you'd almost love to see them mix it up. Yeah, I really wish they would stop. It's like Superman is not, has never been about the powers. It's about the person. And I'm, I'm stunned that people don't get that to now. It's, well, but that's why they, they do these variations. Because, you know, it's like, oh, what if Superman was not Superman, but this other thing, you know? And, and what if the Kryptonians were actually conquerors going from world to world? You know, oh, well, then they're the Viltramites. You know, I mean, it's... You know, yeah. So, and, yeah, and Mr. Then, Majestic even, uh, just Reed Richards, like a Reed Richards, but what if he was like Superman too? Like he's just yeah a super smart scientist, and then he happens to be like, oh, well I'm in Earth, so now I got all these powers. <laughs> Let me go find more things and build more this. And then I liked it when they switched, when they got swapped for a bit. It he was like, huh. oh yeah, and he was like, why do you do some of these things, Superman? <laughs> It'd be very easy, <laughs> you know, if you use your your intelligence. You can figure these things out. Take <laughs> the time and go get back As to he... good, good merits of finding out new dimensions and making new machines to study the universe. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, Mister Majestic, you let them know." <laughs> I can't even, was... you know, if you stop to think about it, it's that the equivalent of Reed Richards in DC Comics would be Lex Luthor. If you stop to think about it. Yeah, it's it's like. Nah, because Reed can play well with others, and Luthor can't. Luthor can? He was the president of the United States. He's one of the founding members of the uh, Injustice Society. I, mean, I was going to say, yeah. These are the yeah, new they, 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 gang, things, gang. things did never really work out so well for the Injustice Gang or the Injustice Society, and as president, I mean, he was in charge of stuff. I mean, that's a lot different than being... And he was a decent president, too. <laughs> you know, I, I'll tell you something, though. I mean, a lot... Reed Richards is one of those characters that gets a really bad rap in modern Marvel comics. I happen to like Reed Richards. I always have. And, you know, I, I, I'm not sure exactly what happened, but somewhere along the way after the Bronze Age, some people started writing him very badly. And, uh, I mean, you know, about the worst you can say, you know, is I, I think it was kind of questionable sometimes his relationship with Sue. We didn't really know how young she was. And, you know, they played it like, oh, she might have been a student of his. And that might have been kind of questionable. But, uh, you know, beyond that, I mean, he's he's a smart guy. He was all about trying to make the world a better place, trying to invent cool stuff that was going to help people save lives and whatnot. I mean... I don't know where this whole animosity against Reed Richards comes from. Cyclops too. I mean, I just I yeah, don't they get... found him. They find him boring. But like Hickman wrote a great Reed Richards. So did yes, Mark. Did. Yeah. So did Mark Wade. Counselor Reeds. I mean, oh, all that I mean, stuff. That was great. If you like, want to talk about a character that gets that gets shafted on a regular basis, it's Cyclops. And like, yeah, my he's, Cyclops. he's thank you, thank you, Julie. He has been yeah. my favorite <laughs> favorite X Man since I was a little, since I was very little, and. A lot of people have been like, oh, I don't like what he's doing now with this character. No, it's perfect, and I love it, because, like, he's been repressed all these years, 
And like, he's just like, no, now I'm standing up for my people. And it's awesome. And like, yeah, anybody who, who besmirches the good name of Scott Slim Summers is not a friend of mine. <laughs> you know, the movie X3, how do you feel about that? I don't want to talk about it because they just evaporated my man in like the first like five oh, minutes of that movie. I was so mad. Well, and you know, if it hadn't been for uh, Superman Returns, yep. <laughs> that never would have happened. You know, it's, Brian it's Singer, just, man. He, well, was more, just, he was more Superman. He was Cyclops in that movie too. Like, look at how heroic Cyclops is being in there, <laughs> helping out Superman, trying to save his wife. Yeah, I was gonna say, messing with Lois Lane. It's like, oh, Cyclops. <laughs> he was a good stepdad to Superman's kid. Yeah, that was messed up. Whoa. <laughs> Cyclops hey, is my guy. Though. Look, Cyclops is I, we we could keep this going, but we really can't because we're out of time unfortunately, and uh, I'm so grateful to my panelists and to you too for tuning in. Of course, Fantastic Forum uh, is also a podcast. If you go to the Great Geek Refuge, thanks to uh, my man, Mike Lunsford, and uh, you know we are on all these different platforms, and listen to us, and heck, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter and Instagram, because we need the followers, really. And of course, <laughs> You can always check us out on the website at fantasticforum.tv. Come back on Thursday at 3 p.m. because the show re-airs each and every Thursday. And don't forget to tune in again next week. Same bat time, same bat station. Have a wonderful weekend. Stay safe, people.